A few weeks ago, the New York Knicks attempted to trade for Paul George, and one of the key names mentioned in that trade package was R.J. Barrett. That led a lot of Knicks fans, including myself, to wonder, what is R.J. Barrett's availability in trade talks? Well, thankfully, due to an NBA insider, we now have an answer to that question. We're also going to look at a recent report that gives us an update on the status of OG Ananobi and him going to the New York Knicks. We're going to break down all of this and so much more today. But before we get started, guys, about 83% of you watching this video right now are not subscribed. We are on the road to 5,000 subscribers, and we could really use your support. If you like content like this, please go ahead and hit that subscribe button because it could really support all the great content that we're creating for you. And now, let's get started. RJ Barrett's availability in trade talks has come into question as of late. As mentioned, RJ Barrett was one of the names mentioned in a potential Paul George deal. So we wanted to understand, what is RJ Barrett's status in regards to trades that the New York Knicks are looking to make? And thankfully, Ian Bagley gave us some information on this matter. Roll the clip. We have the Knicks recap asking, are the Knicks listening to trade offers that include R.J. Barrett? Now, I don't know. I don't have any intel on active listening and, and what could be out there. I, I do know that last summer, R.J. Barrett was a big name in the Donovan Mitchell trade talks with the Utah Jazz. And there were some people with the Knicks still there who were open to and comfortable with trading R.J. to get Donovan Mitchell. So. I don't think there's anything active at the moment. Big picture, you know, if you're going to trade for a top player, you're going to have to give up top young players on your end. So R.J. Barrett, I think, could be a part of any deal when you're talking about bringing in that star player. I haven't gotten a sense at all that the Knicks were, you know, taking R.J. off the table at all. But I do know that they highly respect what he's done for this career so far. In no way are they looking to get rid of him, but again, in that deal that brings that top player back, I think he wouldn't be off the table, uh, but also Quinn Grimes, I don't think will be fully off the table, neither would Emmanuel Quickly. That's just a part of the deal when you're trying to make a big time trade. What a major update here from Ian Bagley on a number of topics, including RJ Barrett and his availability in trade talks. I think one thing to note here from this particular clip is that the New York Knicks value RJ Barrett highly because it seems like the only way RJ Barrett will be dealt in a trade is if the New York Knicks are getting a star back in return. If that's the case, that tells you how much the New York Knicks value RJ Barrett, that they're not going to let him go unless the return is a star. And like Ian Bagley just mentioned, he was rumored to be in trade talks for Donovan Mitchell last season, but Leon Rose and company did not pull the trigger on that trade. Now, whether that had to do with first round picks or R.J. Barrett, maybe a mix of the two, we don't know exactly. But I can say that given what Ian Bagley is stating here, R.J. Barrett and his value to the New York Knicks is high. And it's clear the New York Knicks respect what R.J. Barrett brings to the team. And they clearly respect what he did in the playoffs and how he was the second best contributor in the playoffs behind Jalen Brunson. I think all those factors matter when you're talking about an R.J. Barrett and his potential value and availability in a trade. 
Another thing to note is Ian vaguely stated that he's not hearing anything in terms of activity regarding RJ Barrett being traded. So if you're an RJ Barrett fan, this is great news. I love RJ Barrett and I think he can take another step in his game because he's extremely young. He's already gaining chemistry with this unit of Julius Randle and Jalen Brunson and a couple of other players that they have on the bench. And I think he's only going to get better as he finds out what works for him best. I think what we saw in the playoffs was a key to his game moving forward. He needs to be aggressive and he needs to keep penetrating and creating at the rim, either getting fouled or getting that and one or making the actual layup or bucket. Either way, I think driving for him is a key for him because that clearly leads to success. I also think that somebody needs to work with RJ Barrett and get him a mid-range shot. If RJ Barrett gets a mid-range shot and he's already strong, so he can take contact in the paint and be able to take either a fadeaway mid-range shot or go up for a mid-range shot, that would be key because maybe you can get an and one and still get the bucket or they have to defend them a little bit more out opening up the paint for other penetrators like Jalen Brunson or Julius Randle. So I think it helps everybody's game if he adds a mid-range shot to it. Now, will he or won't he? I think that's up to the offseason, but I think it makes sense for his game, especially complementing what he does in the playoffs. If that is any indication of what we're going to see with R.J. Barrett's game moving forward, a mid-range would complement that. That means he can have a decision to make. He can drive or he can stop and pop and pull up and make that jumper and shot. And I think if he has that particular weapon in his bag, it might make defenses collapse on him a little earlier, which will allow him to pass the ball a little bit more freely and hopefully get open shots for his teammates. And I think that's exactly what you want to see from R.J. Barrett, especially if he's going to command a lot of attention driving into the paint. His assist game is going to have to get a little bit better. And you know what? I think it can if he's allowed to showcase what he can do on that end. But again, I am very happy to hear that R.J. Barrett is not actively in any type of trade talks. And the only time R.J. Barrett would be in trade talks that we would have to be concerned about is if the trade is for a star or a superstar. If that particular player is not on the table, then R.J. Barrett is not being dealt. And I don't know if you're for R.J. Barrett or if you're not, but I think that indicates where the New York Knicks are in terms of how fast they want to build this roster. And clearly, if they're not seeking to trade R.J. Barrett right away, then that means they're looking to build this roster patiently. And given all the reports that we heard, that supports the fact that they are looking to build this roster with a patient approach. If it doesn't cost them the farm, they don't mind a trade. But if it's going to cost too much, they're not going to move forward with the trade. But if you're an R.J. Barrett fan, you got to love this news because it basically indicates that the New York Knicks will see R.J. Barrett suit up for them again next season and pretty much every season moving forward until a superstar type of trade is on the table and it makes sense for the New York Knicks to pull the trigger. OG Ananobi to the Knicks. We have an update on this particular matter. According to Ian Bagley, he also provides an update on the OG situation and where the New York Knicks are in regards to that potential trade. Roll that clip. Uh, last I had heard on OG Ananobi, which was about a week ago, was that 
Toronto wasn't taking calls on him at all. So I don't think there's anything for the Knicks to be aggressive on at the moment. But This is a major update on the OG Ananobi to the Knicks situation if you've been monitoring it. Because the New York Knicks were said to be interested in trading for OG. But given this report, it seems like the Raptors are not listening or taking any calls in order to trade OG Ananobi to another team. That basically means that they're going to ride it out with OG Ananobi at least for another season or at least until the trade deadline. Because at this particular point in time, it doesn't seem like they want to go ahead and give out every single player that they have. Everybody thought that they were going to potentially rebuild. And maybe it depends on what happens with Pascal Siakam. Because if he moves from Toronto, it may signal that OG Ananobi is the next one up in Toronto to get the reins and see what he can do as one of the leaders and ball handlers in Toronto. Because recent reports have indicated that he does want to see a larger role in terms of commanding the ball. So we don't know what's going to happen on that front. But you got to wonder and you got to think that Masai Ujiri has to have some type of understanding and plan here in regards to what he's going to do with OG Ananobi. Because he knows, like we all know, if he plays this out and the Raptors don't do anything this upcoming season, OG has a player option for next year so he can walk. And the reason this is significant is because he's CAA. So even though he may not be available for trade talks right now, that's fine. Because the fact that he signed with CAA and he dropped clutch is important here because the Knicks almost always target CAA clients and they almost always add them to the team. So that's one thing to note, right? The other thing to note here, OG Ananobi fits the Knicks in terms of what they need perfectly because of what he does in terms of being a two-way player. His defense is elite at a young age and he fits the age timeline of the New York Knicks. So all things say that it makes sense. And if he walks next season and doesn't take the player option and goes into unrestricted free agency, the New York Knicks will be one of the top teams calling to see if they can add him to the Knicks for the upcoming season. Because that's how important I think the New York Knicks understand that he is. And I think the New York Knicks value him in that regard. I don't know what it would take in terms of money to sign OG. But if he is a free agent, I would think that the very least the New York Knicks would do is listen and have a meeting with them to see what it would take to add him to the Knicks. Again, I'm not sure what the Raptors are doing here. Maybe they have something in terms of a workaround or something in the works with OG Ananobi in terms of a contract extension, and maybe we just don't know about it yet. But if he's not going to get a contract extension and the Raptors just want to roll the dice and see what happens, it might be a gamble that doesn't pay off. Because like I said, if he walks next season for nothing and either joins the Knicks or another team, and explodes, kind of like how Mikel Bridges did in Brooklyn, the Raptors will live to regret it. If you like this video, go ahead and leave a comment below, smash that like button, and don't forget to subscribe to the channel. Until next time, Nick fans. Peace.